0: Welcome to another meeting of the After School Anime Club. My name is Max Newland. I'm your host and one of the chapter co-presidents of this illustrious uh, organization. And with me today, as always, are two of my co-hosts. She is the mysterious warrior of the moon, and her name is Stevie Matos. Hello.
1: Hi. Did you know what's crazy is that I I am a Cancer moon. Oh. This will make sense in a second. Hey,
0: so am I. <laughs> yeah. Same hat. Same astrological hat. <laughs> Wee. He shows up at the end of every episode to do something. It's Max Costrack. Hey,
2: hello. Um, I, I don't know my association with the moon, I'm afraid. Uh, my relationship with the moon, I would assume, based on, on you all knowing that off the top of your head, my relationship with the moon is pretty strained, huh?
0: Yeah, you got to get right with the moon, <laughs> bud.
1: No, that just means you don't have the CoStar app on your phone.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, we're doing birth charts here today on... Um, after school. We're pivoting to become an astrology um Yeah, I know uh, I'm divination. a Leo,
2: I can say that much. That's important. What time were you born? I don't remember. I wasn't I was barely there. Wait, no, moon
1: <laughs> moon I think is where you were born. And then I think ascendant is what time. Ooh, I shouldn't have said this when Uh-oh. it was being recorded. We're gonna get emails we're gonna get slammed. <laughs>
0: Actually, I don't think I've ever shared our email address, so now you've we just made it. It's okay, it. you can
2: just at me, it's uh, at max underscore Attacks. Tell me all about horoscopes.
0: If you're thinking, if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, why are they talking about horoscopes? It's because we watched a real classic. Not like, not like a... a Feels uh, like you're stalling. I'm not, I'm not, who, me? What would I stall for? <laughs> What did we watch? We watched a real classic.
2: We've we've all got our notes.
0: Oh god! We've called the things that we've watched classics, and we've kind of been stretching the meaning of that word. Like Outlaw Star is cool. Tenchi Muyo was a tone setter. Sailor Moon, though, I think everyone on planet Earth knows what Sailor Moon is. Probably.
2: Oh yeah, it's right up there with Dragon Ball Z. I Mm -hmm. mean, it's. I feel like those two are, are are brothers or sisters.
1: They were the first I feel like they were the original like they were there were there were three there were three factions when we were in middle school it okay, was okay. Christina or Brittany in sink or backstreet and Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon
0: we didn't even know about Naruto yet over here no
1: Naruto oh, wasn't a yeah, thing no, no, when no. we were a kid nah they wasn't on TV when we were kids Right?
0: No. N- no, I don't think so. Probably not. No,
1: I don't think it was. No.
0: Well, and you know, since we're starting a new show this episode of After School Anime Club, I, um, I'm i bringing back a tradition, which is that whenever, whenever we start a new show, I like to begin with a little game that we call No Need for Trivia.
2: I, I, this is a good way to start out a new show. We get to learn always. something and make it appear as though we're, we're knowledgeable and, and can, <laughs> can speak as experts on this anime.
1: And as usual, I've never studied. <laughs> I've
2: got a little bit of a, a, a head start here because uh, I was sitting next to um, my girlfriend, Rachel, and we were watching this and she was she's always been a big Sailor Moon fan. So I got uh, some extra little trivia bits along the way. Oh, cool. Let's see if they match up.
0: Ooh. Um, and just okay. for the edification of the audience because I realized I've never mentioned this on the show the music you're hearing uh, comes from Sailor Moon in fact every time we play a game I'm always playing some tunes from the Anime uh, of the week. So if you're listening nice. to the show and thinking, wow, this is good music, you should go look up the OST for Sailor Moon because it is pretty darn good.
2: Some funky beats yeah. on there.
0: Funky beats. It slaps. I really enjoyed making the game collaborative, so I think I want to do okay, that again. Yeah,
2: because I really, uh, Newland, we've always been at least a little bit antagonistic. Like, I, I'd say we're always about two minutes away from a <laughs> fist fight. Yeah. Um, probably the reason why we move cross country just to prevent <laughs> the constant fisticuffs.
0: Mm, yeah. 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 It was oh, really, wow. t- it was so chaotic, but you guys, you know, <laughs> you, you guys make a great team, I think. And, uh, this fulfills my need to antagonize the two of you, um, <laughs> without <laughs> embarrassing you on social media. So this is it. This uh, is How the, do we win? how do you win <laughs> you you win by getting by getting more points and every time you get an answer wrong i get a point that's the oh, okay. oh that's the oh yeah. that's
1: the yeah. new rule now is that every yeah, 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 time that okay. we get it wrong you get a point how uh-huh. many points do you have now newland because that would be that's lot. A lot it of i'm points. getting
2: out a post-it note
0: <laughs> a good amount
2: <laughs> one of us should probably track this
0: <laughs> okay so uh i picked some trivia questions about sailor moon There are there's a lot of really interesting stuff about sailor moon um so let's just go ahead and get started. Here's question one. When Sailor Moon debuted in North America, it was originally canceled after less than a year because of low ratings. Two years later in 97, it was revived thanks to a fan campaign and a sponsorship deal with an American cereal company. What cereal company saved Sailor Moon? do Whoa.
1: I didn't know that. This
0: sounds too weird to be true, but it is true.
1: Wow, that's cool. I don't know. That is
2: incredibly cool, but I also don't know. Should we go for, I feel like the last game taught us family feud style that we have to go with popular, like more obvious answers. And I feel like let's just go Kellogg's, right? That covers a lot of bases, a lot of different cereals.
0: I'm going to interrupt you to say that I believe the company that, that you were talking about is actually a subsidiary of the company that I that is the correct Ooh. answer to this. Of,
1: then, of then General Mills. Do, you say, do I want to say General Mills then?
0: That's correct. General Mills saved Sailor Moon nice. in 1997.
1: Jeez. Yes! I am dope.
0: <laughs> this is credited as one of the very first times a fan campaign got a show uncancelled in, in any genre, not just wow. animation. And it was wow. anime. And it That's was anime. Cool. And here's the thing, this was canceled for low ratings. They were playing this shit at like five in the morning on a school day. So like, yeah, of course it had. So like nobody
1: was watching it, right? Yeah.
0: So that's, I mean, that is how I got my first glimpse of Sailor Moon was like waking up way early for school and seeing this, uh, literally seeing this first episode on TV. It was the sequence where the lady transforms into a monster and it scared me because I was seven. (laughs) 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 Okay. Question two, many characters' names and genders were changed for the DIC dub, including the main character. The the main character, Usagi Tsukino, had a totally different name until the later dubs of the 2010s were released. What was Usagi's name in the original Deke dub?
2: Ding, 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 it's Serena. Serena!
0: That's correct, it was Serena. Um, I I don't have her last name on hand, but yeah, they changed almost everybody's name. They even changed when a character was gay in the, sh- in the show because there are like canon gay characters in Sailor Moon. That's not a secret. Yes. They would actually change mm-hmm. the gender for many of
2: them. Yeah. I definitely feel like we're gonna talk about this as we get deeper in, yeah. Because there is some, yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't know how some
2: far. big changes.
1: That's the one thing I do know. I do know about two of the Sailor Scouts. Yes. But I don't know when we get introduced to those Sailor Scouts. I'm not trying to spoil, but I feel like that's just like internet. Everyone canon. knows this. Like everybody it's knows. like
0: it's like saying that Aerith dies in Final Fantasy VII. We all right, know, right? Exactly. Yeah.
1: So what is it? It's, it's Uranus and who else?
0: I think it's Neptune. I'm not certain, though. Neptune's
1: the blue-haired one, right? Isn't she the one with the bubbles?
0: We, we might have to I wait to remember. get definitive about
2: <laughs> I, this i, I honestly I have that. no idea not I having not know. watched the show i will say i know that in the dub they were um uh, when when this was censored they were played up as cousins Who rather just, than oh
1: daughters. they were cousins i thought they were yeah. sisters i did know that i know they made that, it like, weird episodes i caught when i was a kid that they were related somehow they made that they were related in the old dubs I know his cousins. That's even, as Kentuckians, <laughs> that's not any better. Like,
2: not great. No, like, none kissing this, cousins. None of this is good.
1: Kissing cousins doesn't change anything.
0: Now, I did read that the the interesting thing here is that by changing some of the gay men's genders in the dub, what they accidentally did was create a lot of, like, a huge variety in in character designs for the female characters. So they accidentally <gasps> gave... Gave people reason to think that there might be canon trans characters in the show as well.
1: Whoops. Uh, so it kind of backfired awesome. on them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take that. Hey, hey. <laughs> Sailor Moon says gay rights. <laughs> Sailor Moon says trans yeah, Sailor Moon,
0: rights. <laughs> Sailor Moon does say gay rights and trans rights, though. Like that, let's be clear <laughs> it about that.
1: does. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Actually, like real talk, like, yeah, it does. <laughs>
0: okay, question three. The Deke-led Canadian dub of Sailor Moon, that's the thats the dub we're talking about, it was created in Canada, was specifically crafted to capitalize on the popularity of another heavily bodlerized show imported from Japan. What was the North American name of that series? Huh. I will say, this okay. is not a cartoon.
2: Um, oh, ooh, is it Power Rangers?
0: That's correct.
1: Yeah, I was like, that oh, would make sense. Oh, hell yeah! Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Because it's the same same format. It makes a lot of sense.
0: They saw Power Rangers popping off, and they said, we can do this with a cartoon. It'll probably be easier because we don't have to film anything.
2: Wow. I was thinking, what other non-cartoon show involves transformations?
1: Yeah, it's literally Power Rangers. <laughs> At that time, it's literally Power Rangers, for sure. Like, huh. You know what? And that's crazy, because I was like, Queen Beryl. Reminds me a lot of what's her
2: face. Rita, Rita. Rita, Rita Repulsa, 100. Yeah. Yeah. That is also the other connection I made.
0: <laughs> okay, Love we're gonna we're we're getting back we're getting more into the um the TV of the time, the TV environment that this happened in. So, okay, okay. Uh, okay. The Sailor Moon was the third anime series to be featured in Cartoon Network's Toonami block, debuting there on June one, 1998. Can you name either of the only other anime that were running on Toonami at this time?
1: We just we just had this
2: question like two episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that were running on Toonami at
2: that time. Wait, anime, are we talking about Japanese? Yes, we or were, were talking about... are we talking about, about
1: regular j- cartoons? We're talking about you, anime. You
2: did the regular cartoons. That was Johnny Quest and such. Yeah, I was yeah. Johnny um, Quest and stuff. Anime, hmm. Cast,
1: Cast your mind I can, I back. Dragon Ball Z and Gundam Wing?
0: You're a little early, unfortunately.
1: Really? <gasps> wow!
2: Those would've been my guesses too.
1: Yeah.
3: The two
0: other anime that were running were Voltron and oh, the, yeah. uh, the the Frankenstein monster that was Robotech.
1: Oh. oh I didn't watch early Robotech, anime. but that's super yes. early. I did remember Voltron though. Voltron, I, that's right.
0: I think Voltron may have been the first anime I got really into as a child. Like, the first- I didn't we're, even realize it was anime. We're to do Voltron
2: here, aren't we? Yeah,
0: Probably.
1: Voltron's old enough. We gotta, we gotta do the old Voltron. I've never watched I know Voltron. Netflix rebooted it, but they did a whole new, like, That Voltron was a very song.
2: Western take on yeah, it. Like.
1: That's oh, yeah, that's super like, Western, so we gotta find the old one. Yeah.
0: Okay, so now we're getting into some specific Sailor Moon history with question five. Okay. The mangaka who created Sailor Moon, Naoko Takeuchi, eventually went on to establish her own anime production studio so she could control the production of Sailor Moon. What was this studio's Hmm. name?
1: I do not know.
0: (laughs) This one is probably like a little hard. This is a little more difficult.
2: I don't know. It's... Yeah, this is tough because I only know of a few studios, uh, and I'm ass- like... I'm assuming it's not one of the big ones that like grew out of Sailor Moon. I feel like I would have known that.
1: It's not the one. It's not the one that shows at the top of like the thing with the cat with the hat, is it? No,
0: that's Toei.
1: Toei. It's Toei. Yeah. I was like, is that Toei? Right? Okay.
0: No, it is not Toei. Um, the studio was called PNP, also known as Princess Naoko's Planning.
2: That's oh. cute. That's very <laughs> cute. I never, ever would have guessed that. No, I didn't know that <laughs> at all. It's very cute. That's cool.
0: Now, PNP went on to produce, this is question six, PNP went on to also produce anime created by Takeuchi's husband, another artist whose series would become smash hits in both Japan and America. Can you name either of his most prominent anime?
2: Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter Hunter. Dang, I know this. wow. Yep, that's correct. Just-
1: Wheel snipe, Selly boys. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Rachel.
0: <laughs> Woo! Uh, shout out to Togashi, who is dealing with some really bad repetitive motion in- injuries right now, apparently.
2: Oh. Oh no! And I just heard the news about Hunter, Hunter, Hunter coming back. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. That's a pretty darn good show. Uh. It's a little late for. Yeah. Uh. After school anime club, but it's a darn good TV show, and Yu Yu Hakusho is one we might we might well. Cover. I do like you, Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu I Yu Hakusho do think is I, sick.
2: I've never seen it, and I would very much like to on this podcast see it and talk about it.
1: It's some Scooby Doo ass shit, except there's no dog. It's great.
2: There's <laughs> no dog. There's
0: just a, a baby who is the king of hell. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, not too great far job from Dragon Ball Z. There actually, no, it's yeah, actually not. much. Uh, great job,
0: yeah. you two. I think you mm-hmm. beat me this time.
2: We did. It was 4 to 2. Boom.
0: So that means I have to wear the the dunce cap for the rest of the episode. Haha. Uh-huh. This is me putting and it we'll on. I'll all on.
2: trust that you're wearing it. Yeah. Yes.
0: All right. Yeah. So um you know you know what happens next.
2: Tell us what happened. Can you
1: give us a synopsis?
0: I'm going to give you a little summary. Um we watched the first two episodes of <laughs> Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon and this is what happened.
2: Oh, I love this part because I get to sit back in my chair.
0: <laughs> you guys get to, like, take a little break.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Episode one opens, as so many stories do, with our heroine waking up late for school. On her way there, Usagi Tsukino happens upon some kids bullying a cat. At school, Usagi gets an unfavorable test results back and gossips about the school uniform vigilante Sailor V. Elsewhere, on a mission from the evil Queen Beryl and her lieutenant, Jadeite, The monster Morga causes a feeding frenzy at the jewelry store with massive discounts. Back at home, Usagi reveals her disappointing test results to her family's chagrin. As Usagi naps, the cat Luna returns to bestow upon her a gift and drop some knowledge. Usagi is one of the moon's chosen guardians. She recites the magic words and we're treated to the first of many transformation sequences. Back at the jewelry store, the evil morga reveals her true form, and Sailor Moon arrives just in time to save her friend. Morga commands her customers to attack, and when it looks like all is lost, the heroic Tuxedo Mask arrives to um save her? Kind of? <laughs> at Luna's urging, Usagi destroys the evil Morga with her moon tiara, and the spell is broken. Episode two centers around a divination craze sweeping the city. Usagi oversleeps again despite Luna's best effort, and almost sneaks into class successfully, no thanks to her classmate Umino. In the throes of a powerful crush, Umino goes to the House of Fortunes to see if his love for Usagi is meant to be. Speaking of Usagi, she gets a divination too, one that leads her to believe that her handsome classmate Motoki has romantic intentions. A chance meeting with the smug guy from earlier puts her off her plans to visit the House of Fortunes, and it's a good thing too because something fishy's going on there. The next day, Umino shows up with a whole new persona, flaunting school rules and sexually harassing their teacher. It's not just him, though, the other students also appear to be under the fortune teller's evil influence. Usagi puts it together quickly and heads off with Luna to confront the evil at its source. The schoolboys, under the spell, force her into a corner, but Tuxedo Mask's Rose breaks the monster Bomb's concentration and stops them in their tracks. Once more, Serena's Moon Tiara saves the day, and with Bomb dead, the boys are returned to normal. So, a pretty formulaic TV show already yeah. getting I was going to
2: say, these first two episodes are... Basically the same in terms yes. of the villain, the combat, and the resolution. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. really, really similar, right? Like, okay, here's a problem in town. Bad guy villain wants to steal human's energy. Yep. Usagi shows up and transforms. Tuxedo Mask steps in and he's there. And Ooh. then Usagi throws her tiara and the enemy turns to dust. Pretty and much. then the dust disappears.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, the dust just blinks out of existence, which I've, I found really funny. Interesting. My my favorite my favorite thing about um part of like the, the bad guys making their plot is that there's ominous jazz music in both of these episodes and like I didn't yeah. know that jazz music could be ominous and <laughs> I know that it's just playing music in a specific key, but I just was like why is this jazz music so ominous?
0: Well, here's something interesting and Scared. I mentioned this to you all before we started recording, but I should, I must hang my head in shame because I violated one of our show's prime directives, uh, which is to watch the original dubs in their tarnished glory. Uh, unfortunately, it's very hard to find, or at least I believed until a few moments ago that it's pretty hard to find the original Deke dub. So I downloaded the original, the uh, 2015 redub, um, which has a little bit more respect for the source material and doesn't change everybody's names and genders and all that kind of stuff. Um, but one of the other things that the Deke dub did is it it uh, scrubbed all the music except for the oh, main what? theme and the transformation music. Oh, so this is actually kind of similar to the treatment that Dragon Ball Z got. Um, Dragon Ball okay. Z's original score, and to this day... Uh, has been replaced. Like the even in the like e- even in the stuff that came out in Dragon Ball Z in like the 2010s, they were using the music by a guy called Bruce Falconer instead of the original um, music, and that that's what happened here. So this music that we're listening to is the original music that went with the show that was that was written for the show. But viewers in 95 would have been listening to a totally different oh, soundtrack. Hmm.
2: Hey, huh. I, I, I gotta go back for a second, Max, and I, yeah? I'm sorry. This is a moment of me. Being uninformed, I always thought it was Dick. Is it Deek?
0: I believe it's Deek. Yeah. That makes more
2: sense that the children's animation, like you know, giant, would be called wouldn't be called Dick.
0: But you know, old times were crazy. I yeah. say this often.
2: <laughs> Language evolves and changes. Okay, yeah, no. sorry, just had to hit that point for a moment.
1: I appreciate. was great oh my gosh so one thing I learned because I've never um I've never seen Sailor Moon at all so all I know all I know is from what I've ever caught coming home from school which was Mm. the the title which is the title music so I do know the song and the transformation song which also tends which I think is also like the um what is it like the commercial break kind of animation Uh song uh Sailor Moon I know that. So I didn't expect to be read to filth by the main character, Usagi. Um, so I was sitting down watching this with my partner. Um, and every time Usagi would do something that was essentially me, he'd just look at me and go... You're
0: seeing a little bit of yourself in Usagi. Oh,
1: he'd just look at me and go, hey, didn't you just do that this morning? And i just go, <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: Let's, let, th- this is a the perfect transition Stevie to talk about Usagi as a character Oh yeah, because this is exactly what I was thinking the whole time was I was just pointing at the screen going mood, mood, same oh that's me Like it, it, this is the one of the most relatable anime protagonists I've ever seen bad at school, sleeping in loves food this, these are all the, the trademarks
1: am I just a 14 year old who pays bills because of so I want
2: office ride. that's what like, we all are Stevie, this is what? what growing up is.
1: I have never evolved past 14 year old me, so good to know. Good to know. This is also why I said she's me because she's a cancer and I am a cancer moon. Don't know what my blood type is, but she is. It's too relatable. too
0: relatable. She's even bad at video games, so like she's okay, really that's reading true. all of
1: us. <laughs> See, here's the thing. No, I'm actually quite good at video games. I'm very good at video but games. But she
2: does play them, which I think this is, is true. Important. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Usagi was created. I think, interesting. Interestingly enough, she is not the character that that uh, Takeuchi based on herself. Uh, we'll be meeting that right. character a little mm. bit later. Um, so Usagi was kind of created yeah. to be this appealing, very like, um, very relatable character, even though it wasn't who the author saw in herself, which I think is kind of interesting.
2: And yeah. to speak historically for a moment, Usagi isn't even the original main character. Of this setting. Oh, really? Uh, Because before Sailor Moon, there was simply Sailor Venus. The original comic, the original manga that was written was, I think it was like a a two-volume thing that was uh, focused around Sailor Venus. And only when it got picked up for a full series did, did that shift and become about Sailor Moon. That's why Sailor V is already established at the beginning as a reference to that
0: cool i
1: wondered i wondered that okay cool dope
0: so yeah sailor v exists in this world and they're like they already have this legend and like there's rumors about her being like a cop of some kind um or like yeah working with a
2: special police force special police force yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: um and there's even like a sailor v video game she's like very popular i guess
1: yeah yeah yeah, which I really like, and which
2: is also funny because Usagi, there's a moment for her as a character where she stops and looks at a poster of Sailor V. is like, "Oh, if only my life was like that. If I, that's all I <laughs> had to worry about." And then later that day, basically gets invited to become that, and she's like, "Whoa, this is a lot of
0: responsibility." Yeah, yeah. She's and like, "Hold the on a second." First thing
1: she does when she becomes essentially a Sailor Moon, she cries. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of crying I love this I didn't know this about Like I wouldn't If you had asked me To make assumptions About the main character Of Sailor Moon I would not have assumed Very emotionally fragile uh, As like a major (laughs) Character point
1: she was in her first fight and she just starts crying and Luna's like, stop crying and throw your tr." I was like, first of all, Luna, you are a terrible coach. You could have yeah, at least told like some, you could have <laughs> give somebody at least like the quick start guide to like their new uniform or something. Yeah, here's all your nothing. superpowers.
0: Here's a guide. Here's yeah. a book.
2: You let Isaki walk in there having no idea what any of this was. Like, you transformed no, once. That, that seems fine.
1: <laughs> you give her a brooch and then you're like, say these words and then you're like, cool, you get it, right? It's like, no that's all you need (laughs) you gave me a pin
2: (laughs) just don't forget it's moon prism power makeup Makeup. uh i looked this up i had to i had to know how did they translate this like maybe this is just a weird localization thing no it's just moon prism power makeup in um all loan words like they they really just say it in english
0: I'm curious what the, now that since we didn't watch the original um, 1995 dub, I'm curious what they do with that. I think they say. I don't remember
1: makeup. I remember, like I think of the girls around me who like loved Sailor Moon and they would only just yell Moon Prism Power.
2: That that would make more sense. Makeup
1: was never like, I don't remember any girl running around on the playground being Sailor Moon
2: yelling Moon Prism Power makeup.
0: Uh, Was this the first transformation sequence that we've watched in anime on this show?
2: Yes. On this show, for sure. Yes. My question is Is this the first or is this like the popularizing one? And I don't, I don't know. know if any of us have the answer to that.
0: Yeah, I'm curious know. about that because if, if it was the first, this is like a huge moment in anime history. Because mm-hmm. yeah. this is like. I think either like,
2: way, it's a huge moment in terms of bringing it into the zeitgeist.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I agree. And if I'm being honest with myself, it's cool. I think.
2: No, it's oh, dope as yeah. fuck. No, it's so cool. Hmm. No, I love it. I wish this happened when I put on my clothes every day. <laughs> I mean,
1: like, the note that I had for that was, bruh, the animation lock, because I
2: yeah
3: play yeah, yeah, most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
1: I was like, I get it. Like I I love this stuff. I also wish this happened when I d- not only not only do I wish that gloves would magically appear on my hands but I also would come out of it with a manicure every time, a fresh mm. mani, cuz that does happen in that animation. I'm like, oh, man,
0: And it is that's also wild. like the highest quality animation um in in any given episode is this sequence
2: because they were well aware it was going to be used hundreds of times yeah. it happens yeah. every episode yeah, yeah, yeah. same with actually the moment where um, I believe it's it's Jedite uh, or jadite um, holds out his hand and collects the energy and his eyes appear in the darkness
1: yeah uh, they mm-hmm. also
2: reuse that in both episodes
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's where ominous jazz music starts yes it's always in that moment always in that moment i so so we've got queen barrel and we've got jadeite so we've got rocks versus planets i guess is is that Mm -hmm. what is that the basketball game we're playing here rocks versus planets
0: i suppose so i mean i guess uh, so we don't know that much about queen barrel yet except that she wants human energy for her master
2: yes as a replacement. and and to be fair here human energy is the like backup choice i i guess we'll use human energy because we can't find find. the legendary silver crystal
1: yeah silver crystal which i'm like Mm. that feels like an oxymoron (laughs) but go off the periodic table doesn't agree with that (laughs) but live your life i guess i don't mean to find plot holes but my brain goes i know too much so this doesn't make any sense
0: (laughs) you know we got talking cats we got magical clothes oh uh, absolutely oh my god
1: (laughs) luna
2: Oh, Luna, let's talk about this cat. The band-aid.
0: Yeah, all it takes to suppress the cat's psychic powers is a band-aid over her little bald spot. (laughs) (laughs)
3: That's
0: it. You
1: know what it made me want to do? After she was like, oh, they put that band-aid over my... my symbol and I couldn't talk and I couldn't connect to the moon and my brain went where is Taliesin who is essentially my cat he's not my cat he's, he's my partner's cat but that cat essentially sits on me all the time and I was like so is this where I cheese of truth the cat and then the cat can't communicate with me
3: I'm yeah, gonna cheese the you cat
2: do. <laughs> I, I think one of my favorite moments of this first episode is when Luna is essentially like Let me, like, time for the exposition. Let me um, turn you into a magical girl. And Usagi pretends to be asleep. It is
3: very, like,
2: (laughs) pretend you asleep. I mean, just, like, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's how you get out of problems.
1: My also favorite is when Luna's like, do this. And she's like, okay. I don't understand anything that you just told me. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. her all the time. <laughs> she's like, I'll do it, but I don't understand just anything. A
2: fantastic anime protagonist, just really top notch. She's,
1: she's not going to learn. She doesn't want to, and she refuses. <laughs>
0: I do think it is neat that, like, the, so the the title of the first episode is Crybaby Usagi. I forget the rest of it. I, I usually say the names of the titles, but the titles are so long that I didn't want to... Stretch the summary out. Um, so, like, we're establishing that this is like a big part of her character, and I think it is kind of kind of interesting how it ends up being useful for her it's in both episodes. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Her emotionalness is not like it's something that she sees as a weakness, but that that she's able to turn into a strength which I think is cool.
2: I'm starting to see why this show is so appealing and awesome. Yeah,
1: it's great. Like, it's such a fun time. Yeah, because I noticed when she transforms into Sailor Moon, I wrote her buns are super ears. What the fuck? Because she can, like, hear everything with it. But then when she cries in that first episode, like, it amplifies her cries. And, like, it, like. Hurts all the people
2: This is also a little bit Of insight I got from Rachel Which is like Her hearing through the jam Or her her bun Or or whatever was going on there This is one of uh, In the first You know Season of the show Of a handful of powers That are brought up one time and <laughs> oh, never ever ever show up again. The Superman just <laughs> absolutely Perfect. the author saying, mm, "I'm just playing around till I find what works."
1: <laughs> yeah, we know that the tiara is gonna stay.
2: Yeah, cause oh, the tiara that's got a whole we already made the animation. animation for it, right. and we gotta use it every episode. <laughs> we gotta use it
1: all
3: the
0: yes.
2: time. Moon tiara action. Yeah,
3: we can
0: revisit that yes. in season two if you if you want, but th- season one that thing we listen we spent a lot of money, so we're gonna have to use it.
2: I know eventually. Eventually she gets a wand.
1: Yeah, I do know that.
2: That's a big thing.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But for
2: now, it's just hat just, throwing.
1: We just gonna, we just gonna throw. We got a frisbee just, on our face. We're gonna throw it.
2: Just a, a very fancy odd job.
1: Yes. <laughs> the original Peaky Blinder.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Goodbye. So in I'm the sorry, re- I'm gonna so in leave the now. so in the live action reboot, we got to get Crispin Glover. Wait, no, that's not Crispin Glover. What's that I'm motherfucker's name? It's that white boy's name. You know who it's about? Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Why did you fucking confuse Crispin Glover and Cillian Murphy? <laughs> I don't know. God.
2: We got to dive deep to find those wires. Yeah. <laughs> and no, that intersects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we're going to have Cillian Murphy playing Tuxedo Mask in the. Uh, oh, somebody my gosh. has done this, I'm sure. There's someone out there who has done like a Tumblr fan cam of Tuxedo oh, yes. Mask where they cast him as Cillian Murphy.
1: Okay, can we talk about can we talk about the familiarity that that tuxedo mask, uh, like as his not like as his Clark Kent persona has with Usagi? Like he just calls her bunhead all of the time, and I'm like, there's no establishing relationship. Know each other? Yeah, like just friends. What's going
0: on here? (laughs) Wait, hold on.
1: Exposition in the show—they don't explain that relationship at all.
0: Are you all telling me that
2: Mamoru (laughs) is Tuxedo Mask?
1: Not not Uh-oh, swirly eyeballs. No 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 no. The one in the purple pleated pants. Yeah no no no. I, 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 <laughs> I, like,
2: I, I do know this. I'm being I was I'm was being facetious. Like, like, <laughs> no no. Uh, whoa! This guy keeps showing up outside the places where all the monsters are attacking.
1: Yeah always.
2: <laughs> and then antagonizing me, and then showing up for about ten seconds.
1: To to Dave's ex, but not
2: even really. He does, he does nothing.
0: Did he do something in the first episode or did I and and I just missed it or did it No, nope, re- he just throws he a, a, rose a rose and then
2: tells Usagi not to cry.
1: And then she cries which harder. She
2: does not listen to, she cries better <laughs> and then throws her tiara.
0: Yeah. This is like they the meme is now famous where he sh- where he it, it's him and it's images from this first episode where he says now that my yep. work is done I will leave and she says what did you do and then he just leaves
2: <laughs> nothing <laughs>
0: just, uh, but she is in love with I him mean, why yeah I don't know Um <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
1: Is it the hat? Is it the cape? I get it.
2: It's just a well-dressed man shows up and and saves her, I'm doing finger quotes, from danger.
1: <laughs> There's roses. Roses are always sexy. I hate roses. I hate them a lot. I think they smell gross.
2: Well, <laughs> I don't do a lot of rose go. smelling.
1: I've got a rose bush outside of my apartment.
2: Oh, I can't help okay. There we go. I and you keep stopping north. to smell the roses.
1: I don't. It's hot outside.
2: Lesson learned. <laughs> Gotta keep going.
1: Oh, I did have a question. Is everything he says an innuendo? Because it sounds like everything he says is an innuendo. But I'm also a 33 year old adult. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I take this. The Maybe crazy that's
2: thought. what Usagi is really into. Like, are you coming on to me? <laughs> me? Is this
1: because Const- because at the end his first one he's like, "This is a night I'll never forget." I'm like, "What did you do? <laughs> like, what, what do you mean this is a night you'll never forget?" I will.
0: I have already forgotten <laughs> yeah. it. I watched it an hour ago, and I've already Same. forgotten.
1: I also did. I also so, did. Oh, my gosh.
0: I, I do want to reveal that Bunhead is an invention. I don't know if you all watched it with the, the subs on, but he does call her Dumpling Head in the, mm.
3: uh, oh,
0: in the original sub, okay. and I like that a little better. I think that's more, I don't know, but Bunhead is fine, I suppose. It just doesn't have that sting of like, oh, you're referring to me as food.
1: Yeah because like it's a yeah for for our context, like for a Western context, like. But I guess because like what a dumpling is in like Western culinary culture, mm, as opposed to like, there's so much different. I mean, because dumplings, I'm thinking of like chicken and dumplings. <laughs> Those,
0: yeah, looking at a like, dumpling
1: in a soup, not the same thing. They're not perfect balls.
0: So I mentioned this at the top of the episode. This Morgo creature scared the hell out of me as a small child. Oh, I can shit.
2: see that. Sh- she turns her head all the way around. All the way around. First of all, how did
1: you not know that your mama was not around? You just let this lady... Mom got
2: kidnapped, replaced by a monster.
1: Replaced by a monster.
2: Mondays. <laughs>
0: Another day. Trying to sell Another everything at in the jewelry
1: store. No manager oversight. No, that was scary. So the monsters in general are scary. Like the actual monsters are actually kind of scary. When they drop their human forms and they look like emaciated corpses, that first one was pretty gross. I was like she really? was nasty.
0: Yeah, yes,
2: they look like undead.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, But Ooh. that, uh, that she, they all fall before the mighty Moon Tiara, regardless how nasty and undead yeah. they
2: look. This attack is going to work forever, I assume. Like this, oh, is, surely. this is the whole show. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. 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 This is also Absolutely. the first Monster of the Week show we've tackled uh, on this podcast. I like this format a lot personally. I think it's really fun to do shows like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan.
2: I like Monster of the Week, the tabletop game. So
0: <laughs> there is actually a Tenchi series that goes in the Monster of the Week direction. Um, we may or may not okay. get around to it. It is kind of maligned. People. People tend to not like it, but I think I'm, you know I'm the curious. answer
2: to that, Newland. We're gonna get around to yeah. it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, even I was questioning it because I remembered as it's a kid okay. I didn't like it very
2: much. Oh, okay. mm, Maybe a time to revisit. Maybe. Perhaps adult Max has some different thoughts.
0: Episode two has a little bit more room to develop itself because they don't have to introduce so many things. Um, I thought it was kind of neat how the the monster that we're dealing with whatever they are, whatever realm they're using to like influence people is kind of like the subject of the show generally. Um, so like in the yes. first episode, the jewelry thing is kind of in there. Like they go, there's a jewelry sale and they go there. But the second episode, the whole second episode is all about this, this like fortune telling stuff. Even from the beginning, even before we were introduced to like the evil fortune teller, we open on this like street vendor who does, um, who does fortune telling for people who is not involved with the evil at all. Um, And then Umino, of course, he has his, like, special fortune-telling video game that he programmed.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, okay. I was going to say something else, but we have to just talk about this now. This, he programmed this, uh, he programmed a fortune-telling video game that told him that he and Usagi would end up together, and there's a little pixel art of them getting married? Yeah.
1: He took an etch a sketch and he used it to turn into a fortune <laughs> he did teller. Look like an <laughs> it's what he did. And I like. Can we talk about how Umino is a f- like the biggest friend of me ever? Like in the first episode, he's like, "It's okay that you're dumb. You'll do better next time." Although you never do better every next time that's ever happened. I've only got a ninety five, not perfect. I guess I'll try harder. Although you got a thirty, and now he's like, "But I love you so much, Usagi." I'm like, "I mean,
0: love you're you so much that I'm going to re- that I'm going to call you out to do the whole like." Oh teacher you forgot to give us homework thing but kind of in yeah, reverse kind
2: of a little shit
1: I, just, I, I don't know it was like how are you calling her dumb in episode 1 but then you have this humongous crush on her in episode 2 like <laughs> make a
2: decision are you trying to neg her <laughs> not cool i don't yeah. th- this character i'm not sure about him so far no, because I
0: don't like him very much uh,
2: First of all let's uh, for anyone who has not seen this character, he looks completely insane because his his <laughs> eyeglasses are swirls Swirl. like he has swirly eyes, yeah, he looks swirls. like he just
0: got he looks like he just got spun around by Tom and Jerry
2: Cons- yeah, yeah, he just got spun Comfort. around and or hypnotized, yes, in
1: a constant state of dizziness, constant state of dizziness um. He is like he's so. I also like when he becomes possessed. He just turns into a gangster Umino. You
2: know? He just stops like, giving a shit. He he wears whatever he wants to school. He's he, coming in he, in a three piece suit, eating a corn dog or something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty. <laughs> no, he
2: takes. I think it's a, a piece of bread out of his pocket and he eats it. it, like, it is.
0: That actually, that moment, for a moment, was like, okay, all right, this kid's cool now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's old. Yeah. He doesn't give a and, shit.
1: And then he became an absolute gross individual, and I was like, uh-huh. ugh.
2: It, be, it turns lecherous in a bad yeah. way.
1: Yes, immediately.
0: But the the feeling of like getting yelled at by your teacher, saying nothing, and then just getting your lunch out and eating it in front of her, all right, that's... <laughs> power play. Yeah, big power move for a 14-year-old
1: a true flex, okay. Uh, and then
0: the other kids, like they escalate really fast. They're like throwing rocks through the fucking window. Yeah,
2: yeah, this goes places. Like, and to be, and intense. what happened here is they got possessed by tarot cards. They go into the the fortune teller place. <laughs> the, the, the villain of this episode sends a Satan card into their breast pocket.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no. and makes them what did, what did, what did she say that they're they can they go like and they're charming they're charmed agents or charming agents of the devil or something?
2: Yeah. And this is another thing of like, oh, the first episode is very similar to the second, because in both cases they're A stealing energy from humans and B turning them into like slaves or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Now, Mm. I Mm want to say, as a person who has learned tarot card reading, this actually is not the most inaccurate interpretation of the devil card, because the devil card is usually has to do with like domination of the self or like imposed strictures that are that are divergent from what comes naturally for someone so like that's actually pretty Mm -hmm. good it's not it's not on the level of like flipping over the death card and then a scare chord plays you know that's what i expected when i saw tarot Mm -hmm. cards right
2: that actually makes sense because the the fortune teller does tell uh him to do what he wants essentially yeah uh to let go and you know um Stop being such a, a nerd.
1: You <laughs> fucking be cool for once, you know? Shit.
0: Oh, he takes that advice <laughs> and runs with it in the wrong direction. Someone tells him to be cool. <laughs> yeah, um, this is the one where so Tuxedo Mask actually does something in this episode. Yeah, he does. Yeah, kind he catches of. a shoe with his head for starts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was fun. I like how she. <laughs> This was a weird. Okay, there was something That's also. How I'm making
2: all my decisions from now on. Yeah, a shoe <laughs> kicking in the my of the shoe into the air.
0: She calls it out, saying heads I'll do this, tails I'll do this. Now I can assume heads means it lands right side up and tails is the other way, but like. I, d- I do, like I feel like yeah. I was a little confused for a moment. Like, what are you calling heads and tails? I don't know. It's it's funny. It's a, it's a silly little gag. I shouldn't be thinking about it that much, but I do a podcast. So. It's so good. No, I
1: loved
2: it.
0: After this, there is a cu- a cute little moment where Usagi runs into her dad, who has not been he he has not been in the show up to this point. This
2: is our intro. Yeah, yeah. he's uh,
0: mm. a nice guy doing grocery shopping um, because he doesn't do any chores. So,
1: which is kind <laughs> and honestly. Thanks, Dad. At least you know that you're not doing any chores. So you're helping out where where you, you can and where you know you probably won't get yelled at because you've been given a list. And if you deviate from the list, you know you're in trouble. So I I appreciated Dad for that. And
0: there's a moment where she sees she's like touched by her father's kindness. And then she starts fantasizing about Motoki and whether or not he would be a nice <laughs> husband yeah
1: Um, because because i like how that was like the subplot right like even though like ooh, what's this i keep wanting to call him umami and he's not umami that's food (laughs) i'm hungry (laughs) sorry umino (laughs) um how umino's like oh i i went to a fortune teller and she told me that i was gonna like i made my fortune and my fortune said i was going to like uh Mary Usagi and Usagi like goes to the original, like the good fortune teller, and is like, you know, with the palm reading, and he says, like, you know, this boy likes you, and they're all you see them all the time, and it was like it. She thought it was the Mato- Matoki Ku Ko Matoki, and I thought that was cute. Yeah, the Matoki guy, and I was like, that's cute that it's that. But then she's also just falling in love with every guy she
2: meets in, in this the, episode. It, in the original dub, his name is Andrew. Come that makes on, things
0: dude. <laughs>
1: Really? It's, right, it's me, Andrew. Andrew. He's got a pretty Andrew face. I mean, that's fair. Um,
0: the uh, the guy who is tuxedo mask—I know his name in the original dub was Darian. Oh. <laughs> but that's the only yeah. one I can pull right now. Is Darian and Serena?
1: Darian. Ew. <laughs> He's got strong Darian
2: vibes. <laughs> that guy's a real Darian. <laughs> he is
0: one thing i wanted to mention like i wanted to make sure we touched on was that like i think it's really really funny when queen beryl is like sitting in her evil chair with her evil um crystal ball the the like hench people that surround her they feel so like uncommitted in the voice acting because she's like have you found the (laughs) silver crystal and they all in unison go like no no and then they, and she says, like, go, go and do your evil, whatever. And they're like, OK. Yeah. They <laughs> it's just very low energy. Those folks.
1: They just, you know, that's what happens when you suck the life out of people and then you try to turn them into your lackeys. They have nothing to give you. It's like, yes, henchmen, give us nothing. Give, give, give us those nothing. henchmen
2: a pizza party. They need a little bit of enthusiasm in their lives. <laughs>
1: They can have a little bit of of collateral damage as a treat.
2: No health care though, sorry.
1: (laughs) None.
0: Yeah, I mean, who knows how much better things could be for them? You know, maybe if maybe if they had like a decent four hundred one k insurance and all that, then maybe they wouldn't get killed um, by having a hat thrown at them. They should
2: unionize. We don't don't need another yoga class. No,
1: mm -mm. they should unionize. (laughs) I'm just telling you. You know, she doesn't actually need to sit in that anglerfish chair. Like that's a Mm -hmm. throne of nightmares.
2: Where's that anime? (laughs) Look
0: what unionization did for the minions. I mean, they're (laughs) they're like you know well known throughout the world now.
1: Absolutely. One of them's got their own
0: movie. Did you guys right? Did you guys know that the minions have names? Yeah. Yes. How am I- Am I the only person in the world who did not know this?
1: <laughs> the most recent minions movie is about one named Gru, G-R-U, right?
2: No, he's the he's the villain that they serve. That's Steve Carell, yeah. Oh. But there that's is, right, I know right. that there's one named Kevin. That's all yes, I know.
1: I did know that. That one of them is named Kevin. I didn't know that one. I
0: I was <laughs> floored by this, by this knowledge, because <laughs> we just what if the they fuck? didn't have names, Max? Well, what the fuck? They're little, they're, they're like uh, animate Twinkies. What do they need names for?
1: <laughs> Newland, come on. You've seen the Venture Brothers. You know that they've got names. Everybody's right. henchmen has names now. The Venture Brothers set this precedent.
0: I'm over it. I'm, I'm moving beyond it. The Minions have names and I have to accept that this we'll is We'll do normal. a Minions episode later. <laughs> These minions. Speaking of names, I think it's really funny that the monster in the second episode, we don't learn her name until she's already dead, and it is said exactly once.
2: What was the name? What is it?
0: It's Bomb. B A M.
1: Oh, (gasps) because like
0: Bam Margera. (laughs)
1: Because I'm
0: Jadeite. Welcome to Jackass.
2: can't wait for the, the, the shot of uh, Usagi throwing her tiara at a dumpster. <laughs> I'm crying.
3: I, I have
0: tears. Oh. I think of Steve-O getting shot out of a cannon screaming moon prison powers makeup. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think the good stuff. I think anything, any single jackass sketch would really be empowered by a transformation sequence. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm so
0: upset. I always the this these episodes of this podcast always go weird places, but I did not <laughs> Sailor Moon Jackass Sailor Moon edition was not really on the notes. I feel like heading into this.
1: Oh my god, my face hurts. <laughs>
2: We land where we land. You just let the it's dice true. roll.
0: It's true.
1: Look, we used to be on an improv team. We can we go anywhere, man.
0: Mm-hmm. This is the yeah. we're we're very good at yes and at after school anime club. Oh, yeah,
1: we are. <laughs> um, it, oh, yes, man. and
2: let's watch more anime.
1: Absolutely. I just I also like my favorite thing about Luna in episode two, just like being the cattest of cats. Like Luna just appearing at the arcade and being like like nomming on. Usagi's sleeve to be like you gotta go you've got things to do and then dad later being like there's a cat it's like ah sir you didn't realize you got adopted by a cat but news news for you sir Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) he's kind of mean about it too he's like what's that cat doing Yeah, I'm like dad it's a cat like let the cat cat.
2: what cats do
1: right right I just I loved it you didn't
0: have to pay for it so
2: great right it's just free cat also Is the moon spot on Luna's forehead actually a bald spot in the shape of a moon? That is what Usagi calls it, a bald spot. And that makes the entire cat not as cool to me.
1: <laughs> I think it's just a running. I, I mean, think it's just a running just gag. No, I think it's just a running gag. I think it's supposed to be, isn't it supposed to be just like an insignia, like on Luna's head?
0: It's like a sticker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> sorry a, that, was a, I had a, that was a real question i that mean was, why,
0: why why couldn't it be a sticker you
1: know why not you know why not a sticker uh,
0: i'm sitting on some critical luna knowledge that i don't want to because i want to i have another episode of band for life um cooking up on the back burner oh, right no. now and i want to oh, save God. this critical luna knowledge for that okay. um but just, i'm just giving oh you a warning <laughs>
1: No, Luna's gonna be nothing but ABBA songs watch my
0: favorite game is Coming back Um, (laughs) Prepare yourselves
1: (laughs) In a horrible way it's also my Favorite game so it's fine I do I also like at the end of episode Two Umino learned nothing. Nothing (laughs) He went to make himself a Pariah and then Usagi excused him he went Okay well maybe I should just care about nothing like you And then walks off I'm like great There went the lesson.
0: The only (laughs) line that I circled to remember from either of these episodes was Umino's final piece of dialogue from episode two, which is all my life is despair after he learns (laughs) about his horrible behavior. Yeah. and i just thought that man that is heavy that's heavy shit for a 14 year old
1: right right <laughs> but then immediately perks up when everyone was like well when usagi was like all's oh, forgiven don't worry about it <laughs> i was like yeah, no worry never mind, about
0: it never mind all of the other people he wronged yeah,
1: absolutely you absolutely harassed your teacher yesterday i'm gonna need you to sit on that sir
0: yeah you should probably apologize to her as well 100
1: percent yeah
2: that doesn't not get resolved not
1: at all not at all no justice for the teacher which is not cool because she seems like she's pretty cool
0: justice for miss haruna honestly
1: yeah justice for miss haruna all the time who's horrid um also a thing that i noted that i i it's it's like it's gonna be in these episodes all the time but the fashion the fashion one it's making a resurgence mm-hmm. in like actual fashion today but i was like i see it and this is great i love it i mean i mean tuxedo masks outfit i also like how she tried to insult his pants and i was like saggy no his purple pleated <laughs> pants are in fact kind that's of that's kind of cool dope. Now, yeah. so like yeah. yeah purple pleated pants black shoes black turtleneck black shades green jacket kind of cool not bad he's on
0: now, his
2: way to a music video
0: unfortunately right. <laughs> that is joker colors
1: <laughs> you, know, you, just, you described. just cursed me. You cursed me. You cursed yeah, me immediately. I'm sorry. I did not put it together until right now. I'm cursed.
0: I'm sorry, but that's Joker. Colors. You know they
2: say they say every piece of fiction has a Joker. Oh my! Um, is Tuxedo Mask <laughs> Sailor Moon's Joker? Now that's a rule I just made up, but we'll we'll see it evolve as we go through. I do think that Tuxedo Mask is Sailor Moon's Joker.
1: Joaquin Phoenix, get out of my anime! <laughs>
0: Fucking Sailor Moon.
1: man it's fun I like it I like all the music I was watching this laughing she's so relatable oh I was cracking the fuck up I love this I loved it I was cracking the fuck up oh my god
2: I 100% and I think bringing us a a little bit full circle here back to the the relatedness of Usagi as a character I think this was like this is pretty monumental from my perspective of like this era um, having a girl character that is that kicks this much ass and also is this relatable. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. She kicks ass and she also I surprised. love Usagi. Yeah, I do. I love Usagi because it's like she's, I want to see her win. She doesn't stop being a 14 year old just because she has superpowers. She's just a Correct. superpowered 14 year old who doesn't really know what the fuck she's doing, but she's doing her best. You know, I think that's why she's so relatable now. And on
0: top of that, the things that she, the, again, I mentioned this earlier, but like the things that she sees in herself and thinks of as weaknesses like reflecting those back so that so that they can become strengths is an inter- I just really like that as a yeah. writing tactic, you know, you d- d- proving that your character mm, like there are ways she needs to. Ch- there are things that she feels compelled to change, but also there are things that are like core to her personality that, you know, she only sees as weaknesses because she hasn't been in the right situation. Um, for them to to be revealed yeah. as, the strengths that they are. Right.
2: I, I'm not expecting like a moment where her not studying enough is gonna help her win a fight. <laughs> Who knows? Too, maybe. But she's too <laughs> stupid I to be he, felled
0: by the math demon.
1: I'm, I did. I did write crying girls repel the devil. So I mean, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she's nailing happens. it. I'm telling you, <laughs> she's doing great. Yeah. I just I like that about it. I like that she is like. She's yeah. She still has strengths, even though she's like normal. You know, just a kid. She's still just a strength. She doesn't have kid. to be somebody amazing or whatever. Like all this stuff. Like she feels the pressure of having to be a magical girl with this new responsibility, but that doesn't make her like, an, a, you know, a person that other people can't see themselves in, which I think is great. Great show for yeah. kids.
0: Great, great messages. Really fun animation. Uh, I want to say um, this is an interesting. Departure in in visual style as well given. This is our first like um, anime based on a shoujo manga This was mm-hmm. produced in the same year as Tenshi Muyo so it, oh. You can so we're not dealing with like this is not like compared to all the other stuff we're watching This isn't like a, a thing out of time. This is a contemporary and and it has a very strikingly unique visual style Compared to both of what we have watched so far
2: what I yeah. will say is very interesting here Newland. on that note is if, if you haven't done so, go take a look at the first volume of Sailor Moon, the manga, um, which has recently re- been readapted into, I think it's Sailor Moon Crystal. like They, they sort of redid the anime. I want to watch in, that now. A, a little bit more faithful to the manga. The okay. art style is, there's not a one-to-one there. This is still more anime style of the time than the, the manga itself. Um, Interesting. But those differences, I think, are still there.
1: Okay, that's cool. I will check that out. Do you have any
0: more notes about these first two episodes?
1: Um, I love the colors. I love the music. Like, I've never wanted, like, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Japan, but I'm like, oh no, 90s Tokyo? Is that what this is supposed to be? Because it's Mm -hmm. really, really cute. So, that's my biggest thing. I'm very excited to see the rest of it. I do like the Monster of the Week format. I'm used to I'm I'm very much used to animes with through lines and have like you know you know long arcs over an entire season but I'm here for the for the episodic format of it like where there's things that are still callbacks to like previous episodes mm-hmm. to kind of keep things moving forward but like it's still kind of episodic where like they will have enough exposition for you to not feel lost if you like skipped an episode or so like I, I like mm-hmm. that about it but I do I'm I'm a big fan to see what other powers she has they're just like eh, yes. no I don't think it's gonna work
2: Yeah, let's try this one out ah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I want to see superpower bingo. It's gonna come out of Sailor Moon.
2: I'm also really interested to see because I've seen like one of the the cultural impacts of Sailor Moon has been the weird villains that get thrown yeah. in along the way. Uh-huh, I've uh-huh. seen and heard of some before, where it's like, okay, well, uh, with this monster week format, we do have to keep things fresh. So this one's like a car or whatever. I mean, I don't. I don't <laughs>
1: I, i'm telling you costract if we don't get a car villain i don't remember to fucking that.
0: Episode. <laughs> i think that's all i got yeah,
2: that's all i got
0: cool well hey sailor moon so far tons of fun Um, And I hope you enjoyed it, too. Next week, we're going to watch the next two episodes, episodes three and four. Uh, I think I think let's I'll post the link in our personal discord here for the um, that Internet Archive link so that we can check out that original Deke dub. Um, I just would love to see how different it is. I I assume it's not going to be quite as fun, but, you know, we might find hidden gems.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I think so.
0: That bell means that this week's meeting of the After School Anime Club has come to a close. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you. And if you'd like to follow us online, you can at Anime Club Pod. Hey, we're on Tumblr and TikTok now, too, at After School Anime Club on both platforms. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Max Newland underscore. Uh, Mr. Kostrak, where can people find you?
2: Uh, I already said it this episode, but you can find me on Twitter. It's uh, at Max underscore attacks. That's safety dog. Uh, come say hi. And how about
0: you, Stevie?
1: Uh, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram under the handle a smattering on both platforms.
0: I have two reviews to read. <gasps> what? The uh, f- first one comes in from a dear friend who unfortunately was n- unable to access her iTunes account. I could not leave it on there. But um, <laughs> Brienne writes... <laughs> Uh, There are those who watch anime and there are those who watched anime when it hit Toonami. And sometimes those old Toonami anime bumps strike us when we least expect, leaving us with a seemingly insatiable hunger to relive the long-gone feelings of being a preteen weeb in front of the living room CRT. After School Anime Club makes me feel this way. This time, however, my sappy nostalgia is want for company. Stevie and the Maxes have great chemistry with each other. Aw, shucks. Uh, they grind up their own nostalgia and experience, filter through thoughtful perspectives, and pour over with charisma to brew up a truly refreshing take on these old shows. Uh, seriously, though, I have a hard time keeping my eyes focused on my hands while mailing for hours. Y'all really are wonderful at keeping my mind's eye engaged. Thank you, After School Anime Club. Y'all are so fun.
1: Oh my god, thank you.
0: What a lovely review. I'm and touched. That was uh, so nice. Marn leaves a comment that says After School Anime Club is bangers only This is one of the best discussion and recap shows I've listened to The hosts have great chemistry And the different games thrown into the mix Keep things feeling fresh and exciting The recaps are excellent and thorough And the commentary makes me laugh Great show all around
1: Nice nice. Thanks you Thank you
0: all Thank you so much. If you'd like your words to be read, you should leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or your podcast platform of choice. Give us a five-star review. Don't put any chicken-headed shit in there and you'll hear it coming out of my mouth.
2: Yeah. Simple. One, two, three. One, two, three.
0: And uh, of course, as always, we're so glad we got to spend this time with you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you at the next meeting.